to uncover the truth. Gather round, gather round, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of The Sweet Peaceful. I'm your host, Alex Curtis. Today, I am joined by a sweet little man. His name is Kelton Burns. Hello, everyone! Hello! <laughs> what in the... F- Hello. I've arrived! He's, he is here. He's, he, he's here. Kelton Burns, everybody. Kelton Burns. Welcome. Welcome, my friend. I am also joined by my sour sidekick, Devin Luna. Oh, sending chills down my spine. You better watch out. I'm going to make you a pucker. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> what the Good fucking hell gracious. of an intro. <sighs> Episode 45, Sweet Peas. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. We got some good shit happening. But first, a little bit of news. Did you guys hear that the world's longest rabbit in the world has been stolen? Presumably. Allegedly stolen. <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> Presumably. Allegedly. Allegedly. They don't know. They just don't know what the fuck happened to this they, rabbit. They don't. I, uh... they, it's just the, the world. The rabbit is actually just missing. And they just think that it's stolen. How did they take how long is this rabbit you want to know how long this rabbit is this rabbit measures more than four feet long holy fuck if you (laughs) if you listener if you see someone walking around central england with a four foot long rabbit call the authorities i feel like that's call the authorities pretty hard to miss you see a motherfucker with a four foot long rabbit they probably wearing it like a scarf draped around their neck yeah maybe or corolla deville situation yeah, yeah. yeah. Or they've just got it in a duffel bag and it just or a briefcase, you know. Can that thing even hop? Like I feel like it's too long to It probably if you see can't. a four foot rabbit skin on eBay oh, called no. the authorities. Yeah, it probably can't hop. That's probably why they assume that it's stolen. They're like, This thing can't get away. Like <laughs> it can't get away. Something it's took it. Unhealthy. What if it what if it can hop It's a it world fucking, record hold. <laughs> you know, like it can just hop like fucking twenty feet in the air and it just fucking dip. <laughs> they just it's just never hopped before because he was like, Yeah, fuck that. I don't need to hop. They can take care of me. And then he just felt oh, like hopping it has one been, day. Has been described as very laid back. Ah, nice. Yeah, That's joking. all part of his uh facade. Anyone who finds this rabbit will be awarded $1,400. All right, boys, let's go rabbit hunting. Time to hunt rabbits. Time to split the reward. Time to split the reward. But before we can split any reward, we've got some rewards coming to us this week in the form of some great entertainment. We've got the movie Stowaway coming out on April 22nd to Netflix for all you Netflix watches out there. We've got Mortal Kombat, the movie, coming to theaters and HBO Max, April 23rd. We've got the movie Vanquish coming on April 23rd to video on demand, and we've got a show called Shadow and Bone coming April 23rd to Netflix. April 23rd is a big, big day, apparently. We've got a lot of shit going on. And, we also uh, have a game coming out. Oh yeah, what's the game that's coming out here? Near Replicant version 1.22474487139, which is the square root of 1.5. 
what? because well, it is I love the f- them for that. <laughs> it is a remake of Near One, which came out a long time ago, and okay. uh, it has some bonus content. So okay. it's like it's just basically one point five. But the guy who's in charge of Near is a really kind of weird guy. He's just a little quirky. <laughs> it's just one point five. So he's he's like, let's add fucking eight more numbers on the tail end of this fucking. No, that number goes on, dude. It goes on. It goes on. <laughs> it's a whole square root of one point five. Uh, Oh my Good god. Lord, man. All right. Well, speaking of things that just fucking go on. Well, dude, okay, before we move on. Uh <laughs> before we go on, I'm going to go on about Near Replicant version 1.5. Uh this game is kind of interesting to me because when it first came out, the, diff- the there was different a different version came out in the West than came out in Japan. In Japan, you were a brother searching for your sister who was taken away from you. And then in the West, they changed it and they made it a dad searching for his son because they said that would connect with Western audiences better because they don't understand or maybe they don't relate to as well. the like brother seeking sister family bond and instead are more into the like father seeking daughter relationship bond. So it would hit more emotional notes. Um, But with this remake, this near replicant version 1.5, it will go to the original Japanese version of a brother seeking his sister. And that will be in the western version as well nice i thought that was kind of interesting that uh they changed it for us yeah yeah that is a little weird that's a little weird i don't really uh yeah you know those western parent child stories just hit different they just hit different here in the west i don't give a shit about my brother or my daughter my sister could care fucking less dude i'm not gonna go seeking i'm not gonna go seek going seeking no way Miss me with that. I'm American. <laughs> My dad? I'm yeah, American. Time to go seek. I'm American. All I right. don't care about siblings here. So, we've got a couple games. We've actually got some new information about some games that we've talked about in the past. The first one being Resident Evil Village. I'm going to take the reins from you here, buddy. Yeah, please do. Again. Please just dive in. Okay, so, Resident Evil. Anyone who's a longer-time listener of the show knows I'm the Resident Evil fan of these, of these three hosts. Um. There was a Resident Evil press event on, uh, wait, last week, and we got a lot of news. Uh, some of the smaller news, uh, Dead by Daylight is going to get a Resident Evil collab, so I assume we're going to get some Resident Evil monsters or uh, characters in Dead by Daylight, that game where one player plays as a serial killer and the other four play as teenagers trying to escape. Um, it's been known to frequently get collaborations with uh, big horror franchises, so that one's, it makes sense. Nice. Um, it's also kind of funny since they kind of tried to rip off Dead by Daylight with uh, their last multiplayer game, and it just didn't catch on. And so now they're like, yeah. "All right, let's just give them our character." I honestly don't. I, I guess I do get the hype behind Dead by Daylight. Maybe I just haven't had fun playing it though. I've never enjoyed playing it, but my, I know my brother's been playing it like consistently for a year or two now. Damn. And I have like heard YouTubers talk about it and seen people like comment about it and be like, Oh my God, I had like a, a this, 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 and this run. And they're obviously talking in like dead by daylight lingo and they get really hyped about like out. Yeah. There's lots of streamers. Like it's really big in the streamer community for like how, I guess, I don't know. I feel like it's not a refined or like current game at all. Yeah. I guess it's just right now. I feel like it's the king of that genre. I feel like it's more of a fun game to observe like as like a meta viewer than than to be like a participant in the game i don't know because i feel like when you like as as an observer if you know everything that's going on and like you know who is who and everything like that then like 
you can like watch them try to like finagle and like try to get their fucking way out of there and like all this i don't know i feel like it's it's an entertaining experience with dead by daylight is like when i'm playing a teenager it just seems like the the villain or the killer is way overpowered and it's fucking stupid trying to like get shit done and when i'm playing the killer i'm like how the fuck like i'm not finding anyone everyone's fucking yeah, getting all their or shit they done dodge like masters i don't get it yeah <laughs> uh so uh moving on also we're getting they released some gameplay for resident evil mercenaries which is another mode that will be included in resident evil village it's more fast-paced shorter mode um not story related it's like complete an objective in a timed manner and you face some multiple different enemies through it and you're ranked uh, based on your speed kills um, apparently it was in previous games. I have not had the chance to play it in a previous game. Then they announced Resident Evil 4 is getting a VR game, which is pretty cool. Resident Evil 4 is high, is like a lot of times people herald it as the best video game they've ever played. A lot of people definitely choose nice. it as their favorite Resident Evil game ever made. Um, I'm like partway through it. I bought the remake on PS4, uh, but it is coming to VR in like conjunction with Facebook. So I'd, I assume it's coming to the Oculus. Um, and then we got a new story trailer, which revealed more, more about the lichens and shit. It looks right. really exciting. This fucking trailer looks like it, we're going to have some crazy action, fucking packed set pieces, which is cool. Um, and then they announced a demo is coming out next week or this week. Um, PlayStation four and five will get first access to it on April 17th for like, I think it's like an eight hour window and then April 18th and then Sunday, April 18th to Monday, April 19th, there'll be another window and then April 24th, there'll be another eight hour window. And then after that, all platforms get the demo May 1st for 24 hours, May 2nd for 24 hours. And then uh, after that, it'll go away. Um, It's been, it's kind of interesting. This demo, everyone's going to get, uh, PlayStation 4 and 5 users will get 8 hours to play the demo but everyone else will get 1 hour to play the demo and it's going to give you a good taste I guess of uh, the town everything going on in it pretty interesting uh, demo rollout method where everyone has like a very timed amount of time they can fuck around and look around and stuff I'm looking forward to getting my hands on that when it releases I already downloaded it and uh, also I guess while we're in the topic of Resident Evil I'm just going to roll in the Resident Evil Infinite Darkness that uh, trailer that dropped before we talked about it briefly um but it was a teaser this time we got a whole story content trailer i thought it was interesting that this is called an anime in the trailer it's like upcoming anime and i was like man is this like is this what constitutes an anime because it just it just feels like a video game cutscene. like they're making a whole show that just has the fucking like graphical feel of a video game cutscene. right um i don't know if i'd consider that an anime um but, you know, maybe, I mean, I guess if you're going to get down to this, an anim- anime is just a cartoon made in Japan, then yeah, uh, sure. But uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness will be coming out in July. Um, I'm, like, tentatively excited for this. Hmm. How do you guys feel as non-Resident Evil fans? For the, for the uh, show? Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing about Resident Evil. I think I've said this before. It's where I like the story. I like the content. I like all that shit, but I'm actually bad as fuck at the game. Like, I just can't get down with the minimum a- or minimal ammo and, like, Dude, high I would just risk fucking areas. pop the game on easy and just enjoy the ride. Um, uh, embarrassing fact, <laughs> it's already on easy. <laughs> 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 but... 
<laughs> I don't know. The actual like show, I don't know. I, I it'd be kind of. I guess it's the same thing. Like I watched The Witcher. Yeah, love that show. Haven't played The Witcher game mm. ever. Well, so The Witcher game is really good. I actually like The Witcher game, and I also like The Witcher show. I'm not a huge fan of Resident Evil games, but I do think that the show could be super sweet. Could be really entertaining. Um, I'm more excited for like I think there's I think it's a movie that Netflix is producing, but it's live action. I feel like it's called Resident Evil like Raccoon City or something, and it's gonna focus on these like siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the idea of that just sounds a little bit more appealing. Um, right, but. Right. I don't Always know, dude. Reviews. I think my Western mind would prefer if it was like a father and son. <laughs> yeah, my Western mind. My Western mind. My fucking Western mind, man. Nice. Well, is that uh, is that wrap up all the Resident Evil info? Yep. I'm sure that by next week I will have demo first impressions again. Hell yes. All right. So next up, we've got a House of the Dead remake. And this is the original House of the Dead from 1998? Yep, remade. Remade fully. Wow, for what, for uh, PS5? Or what's going on? You know? Multiple platforms? For something that's currently modern. It's for something. You can play it someplace, somewhere. Someplace. Whether that be it's on coming your on computer, Switch. PlayStation. It's no. coming on Switch? That's it? I feel like Switch, yeah, it's coming for Switch. Switch is a very popular uh, platform for like remakes of old games or Weird. just old yeah, because games. Because yeah. they don't necessarily have to look good or perform. I, I feel like Switch just has like a bunch of weird like niche. Just, I don't know. I feel like Switch has just made itself games. the home of people who want to appreciate um, either nostalgic trips back to, to there or they're just wanting to play like older kind of like 90s and 80s games um, right. and like not a lot of the other platforms are tapping into that crowd so sure. um, more power to them and Nintendo has such a great catalog of games from that era that they can release on their systems true <laughs> makes sense definitely I agree yeah it just begs the question though are they they're not ever gonna do a fucking streaming thing for nintendo games like how playstation has playstation now Probably and the not, xbox game pass you never know what's gonna happen fuck nintendo never i thought never i i i don't i'm not 100 sure, percent, but i thought game pass was is coming to switch oh wow nice Wait, Xbox collaboration? Yeah, yeah. Like I believe a, it, I believe what? Game Pass is coming to Switch, and Game Pass has also been rumored to be coming to Steam. But yeah, that's wild. Game, uh, Switch has been like uh, wor- Nintendo's been working more and more with Xbox publicly. Nice. That's weird. Um, really quick before we move on in the list of games, um, I think we talked about this in the past, but have either of you guys played Phasmophobia? Oh yeah, that shit's scary. Nice, Kelton. Have you played it? I have not. Nice. Okay, Devin, what do you think? Did you like? Did you like it? Was it fun? Um, the experience I had was very different because I played with people that already played. Yeah, and uh, they were in regular just mouse and keyboard. I was in actual VR. Yeah, and they just kind of set me up for failure. Oh, they just put me in like the hardest level. Oh, with just the, like, like just with no equipment and shit like that. Oh my god. Yeah, fucked up. But yeah, I don't know. It was scary as fuck, dude. Just walking around a jail. Yeah. And, like, the VR experience is very cool. It's, like, super immersive and stuff. Nice. And like- I just played for the first time uh, with, a, like, my buddy, like, I don't know, four or five days ago. Um, 
I thought it was pretty fun, actually. Um, I didn't think I was going to like it. Because I, I just didn't think, like... I was like, I don't know, horror game. Doesn't sound like up my alley. But I got in there, and I fucking... Definitely had a good time. Shit, like, sends chills down your spine type shit. Yeah. Like, Dude, I'm oof. telling you, VR... That game is a oh my god, totally different experience. Dude, I played Resident Evil Seven in VR, and that it it just adds such another horror games in VR. You fucking accidentally bump the corner of your table or something in your room, (laughs) you're gonna fucking flip. You're gonna have a heart attack. Like nice, any little thing. I bumped my gaming chair, and I about shit my ass. (laughs) About shit my ass. Um, nice. Well, I was just gonna say we should we should the three of us we should play Phasmophobia together. I think that would be fucking awesome. I'll be down. <laughs> That'll be super sweet. <clears throat> but moving on, though, we've got Subnautica Below Zero, the sequel to Subnautica, coming May 14th. Subnautica. Yeah, Subnautica. 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 I don't know too much about this game aside from it's just like a fucking oceanic yeah, exploration scuba diving game type. with some creepy shit because I remember seeing videos of like some scary they're not mermaids weird, but they technically are weird, dude creepy, i own the first game crawlies. i own the first game because it was like free game of the month like this month or last month and then i saw someone write online that uh it made their fucking playstation 5 blue screen and then they had to like build rebuild the whole database or whatever and i was like oh well, i'm not gonna fucking touch that one for a minute yeah <laughs> no like, what the fuck because uh, i've heard other weird shit about subnautica because i I don't oh, know, God. but uh, I've heard. I mean, uh, we have a mutual friend that I always see playing it on, on uh, PlayStation. So, Wait, what? Really? I don't know much about it either. Yeah, I always see Tatoonji on Subnautica. <laughs> oh no, shit! I'll have to ask him about it. That's cool. Um, yeah, it looks it looks cool. It looks like you're just like kind of exploring either underwater slash Arctic environments, and and this Dude, one specifically about, is like, like Arctic. Like, I don't get scared that often playing Resident Evil. Like, it's fun. You get, like, adrenaline rushes or whatever. But fucking something about any video game where I'm in the fucking water, underwater, and there's fucking, like, predators coming in on preying me. Like, something about (laughs) it, especially if it's first person, like, it fucking scares the shit out of me. Because, like, I have, like, a irrational fear of, like, anything in the water, like sharks or piranhas or anything. (laughs) And so, like, this game, obviously, you most likely have to deal with that situation where you're, like having to escape a situation or fight something in the water around you. And that just, like, gives me the fucking heebie-jeebies, man. Because, like, I was, like, it's different when I was, my my brother had to stop playing Maneater because that same type of fear. And Maneater, (laughs) it was different for me because I was, like, I'm a shark. I have 360. I am the predator. I have 360 spin-around camera. Like, sure, it's sketchy when you get chased, but it's, like, whatever. Um, but like Far Cry three, when you have to like paraglide onto this old ship and then your fucking paraglider gives out and you drop into the fucking dark ocean at nighttime and you're just surrounded by sharks. Like I remember pausing the game and be like, Oh my fucking God. Like I almost (laughs) had to just stop it. And I was like, okay, now I'm gonna power through this. (laughs) Um, but like always before I jumped in the water in that game, I'd fucking scan all the water for alligators or sharks. And then I'd shoot them before I even went in. Cause it's like, fuck that dude. So like yeah, I don't fuck with that. The idea of Subnautica scares me. If even I even Fortnite, that. dude, <laughs> go in the water and the sharks come at you. I don't like they're cartoony ass sharks. I don't even care, dude. That still makes my heart pata. <laughs> it's funny because I was, I was talking to Dad about this. Fear. 
there was this the season that introduced sharks the whole map was flooded and that was like the whole every week the map would get a little bit less flooded but at the start of the season like there was only like four or five islands that you could be on and they were very small because the whole map's flooded um which was cool because it made all the gameplay force you to be like on water with very little land to hide behind and you were very reliant on your builds or boats mm-hmm. um but sharks were rampant everywhere like everywhere there was fucking sharks in that season um and then now there's like i think three or four of them on the map but before there was probably like 50 or more like they were everywhere so i think i kind of got desensitized really fast to those sharks <laughs> but uh but yeah i get what he's saying yeah nice Fuck it. sharks man nice sharks well boys you're in luck because we have another game that doesn't have sharks it's called gourd <laughs> this game is supposed to come out in 2022 um to me, this game kind of looks like a Diablo mixed with like Valheim type uh, survival slash RPG action going on. Um, it is from, let's see, oh, somebody who was on CD Projekt Red. Am I understanding this correctly? The uh, yeah, the a former producer from CD Projekt Red. Mm. Yeah, he is founded a former new producer game that worked on The Witcher Three, new studio. Also Polish. Nice. Named Covenant making this game. Very cool. I thought this game actually looked pretty cool. Um, kind of like, I don't know, I'm getting some like Dungeons and Dragons type vibe as well. Um, it seems like it, it wouldn't be like an easy, I don't know, like it seems like it would be like a difficult type game. Um, looks pretty cool. What do you guys think? Eh, I mean, not really my style. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. <laughs> I thought it looked cool. But dude, speaking of that like Dungeon Dragon style, um, I've been playing It Takes Two with my girlfriend. And yeah. oh my god, I've been meaning to talk about that game. That game is fucking a gem, dude. It is so much fun and it surprises you in so many ways. And the way that like we're like seven, maybe eight hours in, and like there's still a ways to go, but the way that game consistently maintains the gameplay feeling refreshing and fun and engaging and like mixing every type of genre it can of gaming and bringing elements we just got through a section of the game that was like top down diablo inspired where i was a mage and she was a knight with like a fucking dash and like we're literally dungeon crawling and it's exactly like diablo where like sections of the maps are are blacked out until you enter them and like right right um shit like that and it was really fun and she was like i was like have you ever played a game like this before like the style and she's like no and i was like oh there's this game called uh called diablo that's like this style and she's like oh man i might want to try that one out and i was like nice dude because it's a cool game i would assume a lot of like non-gamers are going to be playing that game because like it's a good game to play with your partner and it does a good job of like effectively introducing them to a multitude of um gaming genres that maybe they have never had the chance to try nice nice it can also be really fucking challenging at times yeah that sounds pretty cool i thought it looked good like when we were covering it so yeah i think it's a lot better than um fucking what the get out game or whatever oh yeah yeah and i keep seeing streamers play this and like little tiktok videos on it it takes two and all the cute little funny moments and you stuff guys like that. should get it and play with your girlfriends 
Yeah, I don't have a girlfriend or boyfriend. I don't have any sort of fucking well, significant uh, Kel- other that I can I'll, play I'll that, that game Kel- with. Don't worry. Just Devin, shut the fuck up. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> I don't have anyone. <laughs> you got us, Devin. I'll play. I mean, you know, you can. After I get done playing with my girlfriend, I'll play with you, Devin. How about that? <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. We can uh, fucking change your Tinder bio. Yeah. Looking for Just fucking looking for an place too, I don't actually like want to have a relationship. Work. I just want us to play It Takes Two together. That's what that's what your Tinder bio needs to say. I'm not looking to date. I'm not looking to bang. I'm just looking for an It Takes Two. If you partner. can beat It you Takes know, Two know. with me, I'll go on a first date with you. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right, last game on the list, boys. Aztec Forgotten Gods. Devin, Devin, can I request a buttery synopsis from you? In an accent. In an accent. Aztec Forgotten Gods is the Cyberstone action adventure following Ackley, a young woman who battles the colossal Forgotten Gods <laughs> to uncover the truth behind her far future Mesoamerican metropolis. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's fucking up my audio. It's definitely clipping. Uh, <laughs> she'll have to turn the gods' power against them as she soars through the city with power and grace. <laughs> Fucking chef's kiss. Oh, my God. That was fucking... It took me... I was in the fucking great grasslands of Scotland right there for a moment. I fucking there. disassociated and was inside the movie Brave. <laughs> I turned me moment to a bear. I you turned me moment to a bear! Uh, yeah, this, uh, yeah, I don't this know. looks pretty cool. Kind of Shadow of the Colossus vibes, dude. Oh... Uh, <laughs> Shout out the Colossus. Hey, oh, nah, it, it looks pretty cool. It looks like, yeah, I mean, like you're fighting giant fucking ancient stone god things. Yeah, apparently it just has like a mixture of uh, old Aztec-y shit with, uh, I don't know. I guess it's a play on words, dude. Aztec. Ha <laughs> Get it? Ah, uh, um, yeah. Okay. I don't know. It looks like she's fighting like fucking stone robots and shit, but they're gods. Yeah, this looks. The graphics look a little bit not very good. They look uh, they look borderline mobile. Uh, they look like their Switch title. Is oh, this a okay, title? it is a Switch title. <laughs> it is a Switch title. That makes a lot more sense. So <laughs> one of the one of the top rated YouTube comments says, "Sonic Adventure: Mexican Jesus and the Aztec Gods." Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. This looks all right. If you got a Switch out there, if, if, if you're into Switch games, um, this looks kind of like some like Shadow of the Colossus type gameplay. Maybe uh, with like... It looks like, yeah, there's like a bit of like dodging involved since these like fucking things are so big and shit. Maybe like some like... Yeah, I don't know. It looks more of like adventurous rather than like it's going to be some difficult game. I don't know. It looks pretty cool though. Looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I can't see myself getting getting it or anything. I'm definitely but. not getting it. I mean, first of all, I don't have a Switch. Second of all, I got better things to do. I got better things to <laughs> do. Better things to do. I want to talk about this Mad Hatter trailer. Mad Hatter the movie. The Mad Hatter. It's supposed to be coming out this year. <laughs> 
What do you guys think about this? This fucking movie. Um, honestly, when I was first watching the trailer, I did not know at the very end. I didn't even read the title. I was just auto playing yeah, through the trailers. Same. And then the fucking title came up at the very end, the Mad Hatter, and I was like, "Wait, what? Yeah. The fuck? Like, I would not have associated any of that with like my vision of the Mad Hatter because we get this vision of like Alice in Wonderland, dopey ass fucking dude. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I guess there's apparently some more lore and like story behind that shit. So interesting. Maybe this movie delves into it. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely seems like a like a suspenseful kind of like horror slash thriller, psychological as fuck. Um, yeah, well, I don't spooky. get exactly what's happening. They're being like led into a house, and they're being told uh, you don't have to go to sleep, but you can't leave your room or some shit like that. It's part of an experiment. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess there's some experimentation going on. And meanwhile, there's just fucking creepy lady. There's like tons of creepy shit going on. Just coming around the house. I don't know. He turns a corner, sees a fucking creepy ghost lady every single second of this trailer. And it's, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, but, uh, you keep seeing him. It also gives me the intrigues. Same. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I am intrigued. This looks fucking creepy. It looks weird. It looks cool. It looks like it'll be an entertaining ride. I'm I'm curious about what's going on. So, yeah, looks good. Whatever, dude. We're moving on, dude. It's the Army of the Dead. It's the Army of the Dead. What is even going on in this movie? Dude, okay, this movie, man, Zack Snyder's The Army of the Dead confirmed it will not need a Zack Snyder cut because this is his full vision. Army of the Dead, oh, yeah. man. I watched the first trailer. I was like, Bleh. it looks okay. This trailer has me intrigued. Zombies, I'm feeling the fatigue. Army of the Dead has revealed the zombies that are in Las Vegas. And last time we didn't know if zombies had taken over the world, what was going on, why was money invaluable. Turns out, all right, let's run through this trailer. Army of the Dead, Las Vegas, taken over by zombies, quarantine, big walls around it. No one goes in there. Obvious reasons, it's packed with zombies. They decide, let's plan a heist. Let's go into the fucking zombie-infested city, steal fucking a bunch of money out of a casino or something and go out what we find out when the adventurers the protagonists enter into the zombie las vegas is that the zombies have formed a society um and they now have like rules they have leaders they ride horses there's fucking zombie tigers they listen to commands um this man this is a cool spin on zombies it has been done before but this one looks cool it looks really explosive and entertaining it looks like it's not very heavy dark approach and more of a lighthearted like all right this is like a fucking video game film you're going in you're getting entertained you're eating your popcorn you're laughing you're watching people get eaten by zombies you're watching zombie fucking tigers eat people like it looks sick i'm excited for this honestly i was not excited before now i'm excited i hope that it's good i look forward to it on may 14th 2021 it kind of reminded me of the concept of i am legend but in more of a crazy comic booky approach <laughs> um yeah. for those who don't know i am legend the movie difference differentiates from the book at the ending um this reminded me more of the book because in the book of i am legend at the very end he's captured by the vampires and they're all looking at him in a cage like a fucking monster and he is the last person of what we consider humans and he's looking at these vampires who formed a society and look at him as the boogeyman who comes in and kills them. And they're in the process of like trying to build a society who's intellectual and trying to like repopulate the world. And he realizes, Oh, I am legend. Like 
I'm dealing like I'm the monster here. Like what I thought they were the monsters, but I'm the one coming in and killing these innocent people who are like, you know, and I'll never, I'll never fit in. Like obviously army of the dead, not going to touch on any heavy topics like that, but just the concept of like what we view as monsters, finding out they have a society, they're intellectual, um, kind of changes the dynamic of the whole situation versus brainless human eaters. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited for this. I hope it, that it's jam packed with some crazy, entertaining fucking set pieces. I hope the characters are funny and say cheesy, stupid lines. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I am due for one of those fucking just run of the mill, running gun, fucking crazy time adventure, fucking blasting. Exactly, dude. Like fucking zombies riding horses, bro. That just sounds like a good time. Zombies riding horses. And you got the fucking zombie makeout scene. Don't forget the zombies fucking just face to face looking like they're kissing. Fucking getting a little dude, zombie love action, dude. Zombies I wanna know, need love too. I want to know what happened in my fucking life where when I saw the zombie Elvis, my first thought was, is that zombie Bruno Mars? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Must be. Must be. Yeah, dude, this movie just looks fucking nuts, man. I, I'm super down. I would love to watch this movie. Looks fucking insane. Ah, next up, we've got a nice, nice Vin Diesel movie coming. Yeah, sure, dude. Are you excited, <laughs> dude? All right, this, already, it's this Fast and Furious Nine. There's this quote I want to fucking read out from uh, Vin Diesel about John Cena, dude. Yeah. Um, what is it? It's gonna be some cheesy shit like we're brothers. I didn't nah, realize dude, until we got on the set together. Nah, dude, it's beyond that, bro. Okay. So for those who don't know, in Fast Nine, they're introducing John Cena. He looks like he's the antagonist of the film, and he is uh, Don's younger brother which is vin diesel's character uh, they just never mentioned him before this um but <laughs> vin diesel has said he believes paul walker has sent john cena to be in fast and furious 9 and he said that he was um oh my god he was at his dojo shrine a dom shrine that he goes to get into character a dom state of mind it's like a shrine to his character in fast and furious as all his fast and furious memorabilia it has weights it has a training center um so John Cena came in to meet him, and it sounded crazy. And he, this is the direct quote, and I got to tell you, and it sounded crazy at the time, and it probably still sounds crazy. I had felt, because like I had to be in tune, I had felt that Paul Walker sent him to the shrine, and I didn't question it at all, and I didn't question it at all. Um, what the fucking Jesus? You got to know, uh, I've watched a lot of, like I've been into the deep, dark parts of youtube where it's been uh i ended up watching a youtube video that was just on how fucking weird vin diesel actually is and that quote just solidifies everything for me hell yeah okay well whatever fucking weird vague thing that was dude <laughs> fucking this shit sounds <laughs> i'm just wild, saying man. dude if you wanna if you wanna fucking do some vin diesel research guys do it he's just a weird ass guy he does just, some weird vloggy shit i don't know how to explain the it. concept of paul walker sending fucking john cena to vin diesel from the grave is fucking dude that's nutty but uh <laughs> ludicrous will be in the movie too hell yeah it was god's fucking God's <laughs> plan. God's permit. It's God's plan. Fast and Furious Nine. 
All right, dude. Dude, anyway. I'm not even done talking about Fast and Furious Nine. I swear to fucking God, this looks like <laughs> no. This looks fucking terrible. Apparently, they're going to space in this one. On. Okay, okay, but let's 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 look at this. Fast and Furious Five is kind of when it got really crazy, and they were like robbing banks, or whatever. And then slowly through that, they've like you know they they talked about it briefly in the trailer for Fast and Furious Nine. They did like underwater with fucking submarines, cars in the water. They did fucking avalanches and snows, volcanoes. They did fucking grappling to fucking helicopters with their cars now they're going to space but fast and furious 10 and i think 11 and 12 are also confirmed um i know at least 10 oh i God. know at least 10 is what do Dude, you there's think there's got to be a fast and furious 20 when do you think they're yeah, gonna it go has to, mars? to be space they're just gonna just start fucking driving around mars rovers they're just it. racing on mars um but all right dude let's move on to this next movie ghostbusters afterlife so I wanted to touch briefly on their release dates because I thought this movie already came out and I just missed it. But that was because when it first got the trailer, it was set for July 10th, 2020. Um, and then it was delayed to March 5th, due 2021, due to COVID. And then it was delayed to June 11th, 2021. And now it is finally delayed again to November 11th, 2021. This got another trailer. Oh, shit. With, uh, it's going to get delayed again? Paul Rudd dealing with like the marshmallow guy from the first movie. Stay puffed, marshmallow man. I was reading about this fucking movie because Bill Murray is in it. And apparently that's a big deal because Bill Murray has like notoriously refused to be in any Ghostbusters movie for like since Ghostbusters 2. And he didn't even really want to be in Ghostbusters 2, but like he had just he said it was just happened to be at the right time where all this, the cast was in the same room hanging out and then someone pitched an idea and everyone got on board with it. But ever since then he's just not wanted to do this um and who is the which one of the Ghostbusters actors died recently? Do you remember his name? Uh, I'm not too sure. I know what he I know what he looks like, but I can't think of what he what his name is. Um, I think it's Dan Aykroyd. Um, no, not Dan Aykroyd. Oh man, dude. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Oh, there's fucking Ghostbusters cast. I don't know, but one yeah, of the, one of them was like always wanting there's to reunite. There's a guy that played Ergon, Egon or whatever. Is it Harold Ramis? Or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he always wanted to reunite them, and um, Bill Murray just always said no. He's like, I don't want to do another Ghostbusters film um, because he really likes the first one. He just didn't want to do it again. Now that Harold Ramis has died, to like as tribute to him, Bill Murray's doing another one. Um, and he said the concept for this new movie um, he really liked and it sounded like a really good story. And he said uh, filming it has been really physically demanding. It was hell. And that's usually a good sign that the movie is going to be good if it's like really hard on you um, because that work is shown and that like pressure and stuff is shown in the film. So I, I hope Ghostbusters Afterlife is good. It also has Finn Wolfhard in it, the main character from Stranger Things. Nice. Um, oh, okay. Nice. Um, so I, I hope Ghostbusters Afterlife is good. Um, I have high hopes for it. Um, I didn't watch the all female one. Um, me neither. I, I did recently. I didn't play through it all the way, but I did recently download the Ghostbusters uh, video game. It wasn't. It was uh the fucking blockbuster release one, so it kind of covers all the movies and shit. But it was like one of those rare cases where the blockbuster video game is actually really fucking good. Nice. Like you play as a you play as like a recruit to the Ghostbusters and you kind of just go along with the the gang and you, you visit famous sets from the movies and shit that you've never seen before and it, I don't know it's super dope. Dude, last that Halloween they added a they added a Ghostbusters event into Fortnite and you could like buy a bunch of different it wasn't like the characters but you could buy a, any a ton of different models in like a Ghostbusters uniform with like the backpack and like 
all that stuff. And the Ghostbusters car has now been in the game in this little barn off on the side of the map for like since Halloween. It's pretty crazy that it's still there. Yeah, and they also just recently added Aloy from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. She's now in the game. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Nice. Um, yeah, that game that they're just marching on. But uh, oh, I also want to talk. I be- I got that Republic Commando, that Star Wars game that we we briefly talked about before. They got a remake. I've been playing through that on PS5, and it's actually been a really good time. I'm playing. I-, I decided I'm gonna go for the plat, and uh, part of the plat is you have to play on hard, and those older games are really unforgiving at certain points and holy shit they man like there's been not, times like when, even on easy dude there's well, been times after like kid. fully reset fucking save points or levels because like i'm like holy fuck like i just cannot finish this in the given amount of time i have left to finish the mission but i i just finished the first world out of this out of three um and i am really enjoying it kind of like what we talked about before it is very like adult and, like, I'm surprised on how much, like, because you have a squad. It's like you're a squad leader, right? The game centers around you and three other stormtroopers. Um, you really have to rely on them. Like, you cannot, you, they're not just, like, AIs following you around, killing enemies. Like, you need to direct them where to go and what to do. And, like, if you don't, like, some situations are impossible to complete or at least extremely difficult. So you have to be, like, on top of, like, hey, go over there. Hey, go go do this. Like, walk, like and, like, also, like, if you go down, like if you're if you're if you're down by an enemy, you can either choose to maintain current orders for your squad and just hope they complete whatever objective you're currently doing, and then they'll come over and revive you, or you can recall them to come revive you. Um, and you don't it doesn't say game over and reset you until all your squad has been killed. So I don't know. It's been it's been an enjoyable experience. Like it is like like we know there's no Jedi in it, so it's more adult. Um, yeah. I'd recommend so you if you if anyone's interested in that game, just look up a fucking game review or like a before you buy just so you can get a grasp on like what it looks like and stuff because it does look like you're playing like halo one or something like those really old (laughs) yeah those that game like i feel like it was a hidden gem that kind of just got forgotten into time and then all of a sudden just popped up out of nowhere but now that game beautiful and on the topic of star wars things dude uh i don't know i didn't know these existed I stumbled upon it on Disney Plus the other night. <laughs> the fucking vintage Star Wars standalone movies that have like no tie to the actual trilogies. Uh, the one was called Caravan of Courage. It follows the life of Ewoks or some shit. It was the what? weirdest, most bizarre I've fucking heard movie I've ever seen. This is like some 1980s shit. Just like terrible actors. They have like a Luke Skywalker ripoff. That's one of the main pro- uh, like protagonists or whatever. Oh my god. And uh. Oh, I don't know how to do this movie is a fucking trip. Like, you know how Kelton was talking about seeing Tron and like, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just looking at movies from back in that yeah. era. And just be Dude. Like, what the okay. hundred percent. You need to watch return to Oz. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh wait, that's on Disney. Okay. That's one that you're saying was a little scary. Or no, it's literally like I looked up and it's, it's like from the dark fantasy era. And like, I'm telling you, like it fits right into that sketch ass fucking like, never-ending story labyrinth dark crystal kind of like shit like the way that like dorothy is about to get a fucking like electroshock therapy in an asylum before she escapes and goes to oz like that's how it starts out and it's it's just just escaping asylum there's like fucking asylum patients everywhere it's like it's like it's so sketch and when she gets to oz like all the characters from the first film are turned to stone and fucking like it's like it's crazy man it's fucking sketch movie dude and like the wheelers and all this shit, I was like blown away by how uh, dark it is. But it is not a musical like the first one. Hmm. 
I recommend watching it for some weird I vibes. Do weird not recommend vibes. watching any of the vintage Star Wars stuff, but they have like a whole collection on there <laughs> of just like some random standalone Star Wars thing. That's like the hidden gems in Disney Plus, man. Like once you go, like because like Disney has that that vault, that notorious vault that they never open and they don't release movies from. But then the whole vault is available on Disney Plus, and that's such a fucking cool thing to have to like access in and like once you get into that shit it's like so much weird hidden weird stuff that you never hear about on like the fucking from the 80s and the 70s and 90s also the return to oz is the uncensored version because they never played the uncensored version um on tv or released it on dvd because like there is some fucking weird fucking shit going on in the uncensored version man like it (laughs) is scary at sometimes damn how is that like the same or how old is that movie like 80s and the original Wizard of Oz came out in the 30s. Okay, wow. Good lord. All right, let's get into these songs. Yeah, boys, we got some music. Um, I like the uh, Sepalot. Is that or is the is the artist named Sepalot? Yeah, there okay. there's other artists also featured on Numbers. They're like jazz artists, right? Numbers by yeah, very instrumentally chilling. Yeah, I feel like um, a lot of like Sepalot songs, like each instrumentalist involved in the song has their own kind of name. Yeah, not necessarily a band, but yeah, Numbers is such a vibe. Definitely, definitely. Um, I liked it, and then uh, yeah, Numbers from Sepalot. Then we also had uh, what was it? Devin, what was this other song? We got Stargazer by Tommy Newport featuring Earth Gang. Featuring Earth Gang. Um, yeah, this song is pretty good too. It felt like, uh, for me, it was like a little bit slow paced. Yeah. No, Tommy Newport usually has more like upbeat shit, but I don't know. I'm just happy he's releasing new music right now because Hell yeah. I've been following him for a little bit. Nice. And I'd say... If you like any any little bit of this song, I'd say check out his other shit because you'll definitely like that then. Nice. I haven't listened to a lot of Tommy Newport, but I do really like Earth Gang, so just like wanted to give it a check out. But yeah, it's pretty decent. <clears throat> pretty chillin' song though. Definitely like laid back. Nice. Very chill. Very chill. Very chill. Um Let's get into something that uh <laughs> it's never very chill. We should get into the fucking game. Our game. Alright, this this week, this we're playing week. parental advisory. Parental fan. Parental. All right, you got boys ready. We got five films. Oh, I'm so and ready. For each film, each film has an IMDb IMDb page, and on this IMDb page, for those who don't know, there's a parental advisory section where parents can go in and write little blips about the movie for other parents to review before they choose whether to allow their parent their child to watch it. Um, or whether maybe they even want to watch it, you know? And, -hmm. like, some examples Mm -hmm. of this would be, like, oh, man, they use the word dick three times, or, oh, a woman, a woman's buttocks is shown briefly, um, so (laughs) stuff like that. Uh, there's, like, they cover, like, I think it's, like, I don't know, there's various categories. Buttocks. Um, but I assembled five films and five parental advisory clips for each film, and going from more obscure to more obvious gonna run down them and alex and devin are gonna try to guess before the other one which film it is so film number one for a few quick seconds in the film a young woman with large breasts is holding a watermelon while bouncing up and down in the midst of excitement uh click no god damn. american pie 
Nope. Each battle is spectacularly loud, fiery, and frenetic. What? I didn't expect there to be any battles in this. Uh, <laughs> role models. No. <laughs> that was, yeah, a good guess. Um, fiery battle. Um, a man insults another man with a mild double entendre, saying, funny how annoying a little prick can be, isn't it? This will glow over most kids' heads. Uh, is this the uh, last Airbender movie? <laughs> no. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Um. <laughs> I don't think there's any watermelons in Last Airbender. Yeah, uh, it's cabbages. cabbages. But, yeah, I don't know. Next. He carelessly shoots bottles and watermelons with his hand jets. Iron Man? Uh, Iron Man? It is not the first Iron Man movie. Iron Man 3? It is not the third Iron, Iron Man, Man 2. Movie. It's Iron Man 2? It's Fuck. Iron Man 2. Let's go! I just skipped Iron Man 2. Fuck. Last hint would be Tony is a womanizing playboy who makes mildly off-color and sometimes demeaning quips about his conquests. He references masturbation and he hangs out with scantily clad women. All right, next film. A man references masturbating. No graphic references, but masturbation is implied. A dog is also seen humping someone. <laughs> Click. No. <laughs> Fuck off, Devin. <laughs> I mean, there is a dog got, that humps someone. In there's Click. a dog that humps shit in Click. Oh and there's God. probably masturbation references. Oh. Mm, Wolf of Wall Street? No. A man beats another with a stick. The victim is briefly shown spitting blood into a sink later with his nose slightly bloody. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. Role models? Nope. <laughs> a child is punched... <laughs> Fuck off. A child is punched in the stomach due to bratty behavior. Uh, grown-ups? No. <laughs> 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 I remember when I I remember when I saw the scene where the child's punch in the stomach in the theater. I was like, "Oh my god!" Because the first time I ever seen it, like a child get like hit in a movie for comedic <laughs> effect, and I just fucking died. All right, next time. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm seeing it in my head, but like Ethan tells Peter that he has glaucoma and he has to use his medicine, which is medical marijuana. Hmm. Uh, Robert Taylor. <laughs> no. <laughs> a man is accidentally shot in the leg with a pistol. The bullet hole is briefly seen, and a bit of blood is on his pants and his shirt. That's the final hit. Eight Mile. No. <laughs> That's super bad. I don't. Fucking... All right, do you guys are you giving up on this one? What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I have nothing on this one. Yeah. I feel like Ethan and Peter should be my giveaways, but I don't fucking. The movie is due date. I have no idea what. Oh, that I've is. actually never seen that. 
Oh, I was worried about that. All right, next movie. While investigating a man's home, there's a brief glimpse of what appears to be a dildo with lubricant on it. You have to be looking to see it. Brief glimpse of horrible bosses dildo. No. <laughs> horrible bosses too. No. A <laughs> uh, Fight Club. Nope. Oh. Almost every character is shown drinking or smoking cigarettes in several several scenes. It's got a lubed up dildo. A lubed up dildo. 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 You have to be looking to see the lubed up dildo. You have to be looking. Oh. It's so brief. Grandma's boy? No. <laughs> <laughs> got nothing. Next hint. Despite the violent killings in the beginning of the film, the film is more of a quieter drama. Burn after reading? No. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I don't think I have either. What? I've it's seen a, a lot movie. of movies. It's a Coen Brothers film. It has fucking Brad Pitt. Yeah, this is that movie that I thought was weird the one time I saw some of it. Two people are shot while sitting in a car. Blood sprays on the windshield. One is shot several times, and the other is shot in the head and the knee. The scene takes place at night, so it's not entirely visible, though there is still blood. <sighs> Boys in the hood. No. Training day. Nope. Overall feel of the film is very scary as it revolves around a serial killer. What the fuck is that name? <laughs> what? What's his name in it? What the is, fuck is, is really that Zodiac? name? It's Zodiac. Okay. Wow. That's what it nice is. Nice job, One Devin. to one. Nice All right, job. this next one, I was laughing. I, I started laughing reading the parental advisory, so this one's pretty great. Some animal lovers may find the panda scene disturbing, but the violence in this scene is presented in a more cartoonish fashion than the rest of the movie. Kung Fu Panda. No. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 2. Nope. <laughs> next hint. Off screen, Tug kills a panda, then proceeds to where its skin is camouflaged. <laughs> <laughs> Tropic Thunder! Oh, Tropic Thunder! It's Tropic Thunder. Let's go! I haven't fucking seen that in Jeff, God knows how long. Jeff chases after a bat and takes a giant bite into the animal. We hear a crunching sound and we see blood all around his mouth. A granola bar is titled Bust a Nut. Jeff finds a giant pile of heroin, takes two handfuls of it, shoves them into two drug <laughs> processors' faces. They then pass out and he says that they will wake up in 16 hours. Don't know why that needed to be included. <laughs> um. All right. It's two to one. Two points, leading. baby. Last movie. A man is seen in a bathtub. It can be inferred that the man is nude, obviously, since he is taking a bath, but nothing is ever seen below his chest. <laughs> you better fucking cover your kid's eyes. Fight club. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Click. <laughs> Bloody animal parts are tossed into a machine's mechanism. Ew. The Shining. No, what the fuck? There's no machines and bloody animal parts. Bloody um, fuck. I don't know, dude. I'm trying to think. I already see the common connection between all these fucking movies, so I'm trying to think. A man bursts into flames and falls out a three-story window. Bursts into flames? Uh, 
uh, Sherlock Holmes. It's Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> nice, Devin. Wait, actually, the opening. I was literally just thinking of anything Robert Downey Jr. was in that I could remember. And you also secured the connection. The opening scene may be intense. It appears that they are controlling a woman with dark magic and is exorcism-esque. Don't, it doesn't last very long, but may frighten some. There is a quite long scene where a girl is going to be burned alive and then sawed in half inside a butchery, and Holmes and Watson attempt to save her. It's really just a rescue scene. So that's going to tie it up for Devin, and then he got the connection as well, which will put him in the lead. These are all Robert Downey Jr. films. I didn't know he was in Zodiac, but he is. I had to fucking remember that he was in... I did see Due Date. I just kind of didn't... It wasn't my favorite movie. But I remember uh, I remember that one scene where Zach Galifianakis is just jacking off next to him in the car or something. He wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wow! He's raw-dogging it right next to me. Like, what the <laughs> That movie has some fucking funny parts. Good lord. Alright, boys. Well, that wraps it up this episode of the sweet peaceful i hope everyone had a good time i hope you've enjoyed your stay tune in next week so we'll be back with another episode tune in next week where alex will eat as many peaches as he can within three minutes as many on audio so many peaches Maybe we'll do a video. Too, there's not a video, not a stream. Just listen to him eat the feed. <laughs> and take his word for how many he ate. <laughs> this is bite number three. Here we go. <laughs> good fucking God. Have a good week, everyone. Goodbye. Stay sweet. Goodbye. Stay sweet. <laughs> <laughs>